Welcome to the Legally Speaking podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. For this week's mini-sode, we're joined by the Head of Banking and Finance and Employment at Kasoon Car, Adam North. So welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Delighted to, uh, to join you. Absolutely. So um, today we're, we're obviously talking about your, your your practice area and what the market's doing currently. Um, do you want to sort of just give a bit of a, an overview as, as as we sit today on on what things are and what the market's looking like? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, as you kind of quite correctly laid out there, I head up the banking, finance, and employment practices at Kasoon Car. Um, as you know, working with international law firms and boutiques in the city predominantly, but also globally on uh, strategic mandates within everything to do related banking and finance, kind of from asset finance all the way through to restructuring and insolvency funds um, and all of that jazz. And then I also uh, cover the employment practice, which kind of speaks for itself, really. Everybody knows it's a a very interesting time at the moment, particularly in a couple specific areas within finance and employment as well. I think the elephant in the room is is that restructuring and insolvency is incredibly busy at the moment. But my view from uh, the people I speak with, from talking to my clients and uh, and associates, is that it's busy at the moment. But uh, due to the changes in insolvency law, they've held back the floodgates so much so far to speak at the moment. But I do think once we kind of resume to whatever a new normal looks like. Um, those floodgates will open and, and clients and, and associates are expecting to get busier in the kind of coming months and, and so on. The majority of that has been due to changes in insolvency law in response to the, to the COVID-19 pandemic that, that mean that restructuring and insolvency proceedings and mandates have been held off a little bit. Talk through them in a, a little bit more detail if, if you think that'll be worth it, Rob. Yeah, I think it'd be good to let our listeners know um, a, a bit more of that because it's obviously one of the most sort of discussed areas, as you say, along with employment at the moment. So I'm sure people would be keen just to, to know a bit more about that. Yeah, well, I think the first is um, there's been a moratorium on uh, initiating, winding up proceedings um, within insolvency. Therefore, creditors of uh, insolvent companies cannot initiate proceedings now to, to kind of bring them to court. And that's with the view of essentially that uh, the government has taken the view that companies that were solvent and profitable pre-COVID-19 will hopefully be able to be solvent and profitable post-COVID-19. Um, and therefore, it gives them a, a little bit of time to, uh, to claw back and um, the courts don't want to be inundated with insolvency claims and just gives them an opportunity to, uh, to kind of pick themselves up and, and hopefully kind of see through this, this pandemic that has no doubt taken a a massive hit on a number of sectors within the global economy, not obviously just within the UK. And then the other element of that is a suspension of wrongful trading duties. Therefore, the directors of companies no longer have the responsibility to notify creditors that the uh, they that the company is insolvent. So therefore, goes along the, the pretext that the government's taken pre-COVID solvent companies will be able to hopefully pick themselves back up. I think the nature of that is the key word in that is hope, um, in that, unfortunately, we're going to see a massive rise in, in restructuring and insolvency claims and restructuring matters post-COVID-19, as, as so many companies just simply won't be able to, uh, to survive where a, a serious loss of revenue, particularly kind of in the, the retail and, and obviously um, leisure and um, holiday spaces 
is the ones that we're going to see that are going to be really, really hard hit. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's really interesting. And, you know, the other big area um, which you cover, of course, is employment. So, you know, what are sort of some of the mandates you've been uh, been working on and, and what does the outlook look like for, for that space? I think if, if you're an employment lawyer at the moment, you're, uh, you've probably just got through, got your head around the furlough scheme. And, and that was based on the associates I speak to, that was a bit of kind of a rush of the furlough scheme was announced and inevitably with, with any kind of pieces of legislation that are rushed through there, there were some loopholes, there were some gaps that they had to get their heads around. And now they're extremely busy acting predominantly on an advisory capacity to clients who, who are trying to understand what their responsibilities are as employers, then also advising employees um, who have either been furloughed or in the process of, of being furloughed on, on what they can and can't do under the furlough scheme and and how long it will go on for, which obviously no one's really too sure about. And then unfortunately, we've had kind of some employers will be looking at uh, taking up mass redundancies and redundancy processes in response to uh, to coronavirus. So I think if you're an employment lawyer or a restructuring lawyer, you're incredibly busy and it, it may only get busier is, uh, is essentially the outlook. And and that seems to be the reflection in uh, in law firms who are looking at hiring talent. They're either looking at kind of bulking up in those areas or, or will be assessing their needs over the next few months. Just to quickly harp back to, uh, to restructuring, one interesting point that uh, I've seen my clients taking is similar to uh, in 2008 with the global financial crash, they um, have been kind of transitioning junior corporate lawyers into restructuring lawyers, not necessarily permanently, but on a temporary basis as corporate activity has taken a big hit as, as expected with a, a bit of an economic crash. The junior corporate lawyers have been drafted in at least, uh, um, at least the top of my head, there's at least three international, massive international law firms that are doing so with their London corporate practices, uh, siphoning off the corporate talent as there's not the, the demand on work there. And, um, if they've done a, a, re, a restructuring and insolvency seat, they're especially valuable to come in and do the initial drafting and the initial work before kind of being checked off by the actual qualified restructuring lawyers. Right. Well, that's really interesting, Adam. Thanks so much for for sort of coming on and and sharing your insights around sort of, you know, general finance, restructuring, employment. Um, If people are interested or want to know more or want to get in touch with you, what's best best for them to do? Go on to my my LinkedIn profile, which is just uh, Adam North. Hopefully we'll come up uh, towards the top or on the Kisun Car website, which is www.kisuncar under people. My section is there and uh, you can reach me on my mobile or, or just on um, on email. I'm also a big advocate of uh, software called Calendly, where you can quite easily pop in uh, a time into my diary just to have a slot, um, a slot to speak. And it, it means we don't have to go with the, the back and forth of trying to organize a good time to speak for, for everyone. And you do one works for you. And, and those slots will only come up where, where I am available and free. But uh, as I said, happy to, uh, to speak with anyone who's just looking for a bit of career guidance or career advice or just wants a bit of a survey on the market and a sounding board, so to speak, for uh, for their current position. Great stuff, Adam. Thanks so much for having you on and uh, I'm sure we'll see you again soon. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Rob.